Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our last bar snacks. This one featuring the last of our interview with Mr. Kyle Webster. We still had a few nagging questions that we wanted to pepper Kyle with. And of course, he never disappoints. Let us know what you think of Bar Snacks. Shoot us an email. You can send that to hello at two designers walk into a bar.com. We love hearing from our listeners. We love hearing your suggestions. Keep them coming. And coming up in a couple weeks will be the second part of our best of season two. So be on the lookout for that. So let's get back into it with Kyle. Okay, Kyle, we're gonna we're gonna shift gears yet again. Um, and this, this is not going to be an easy question. Um, the others have been child's play up to this point. <laughs> what is your favorite album cover? Um, that's also difficult. Um, there are so many good ones. So this, the thing about my favorite album cover probably, well, this is probably my favorite album cover, but it's not that great a design. In fact, it's pretty stinky. Um, mm-hmm. So as a designer and artist, I should probably pick something else. But um, "Money for Nothing" by Dire Straits. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The, it's it just is. This the first album I ever bought. I bought it on tape, um, and so I just looked at it so much, and I liked that music so much that I think that's the one that I could just quickly recall. Um, but there, there are so many. Man, uh, obviously, "Dark Side of the Moon." Everyone probably says that though. Um, and I have some, uh, old, I have some records that I, I have bought secondhand down here at downtown. I'm so glad we have these record shops opening up. Um, and there's a Dave Brubeck, uh, where oh, he goes yeah. and plays at colleges, mm-hmm. one I like. And there, there's so, so a lot of actually older jazz ones seem to have so much good art, um, good illustrations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I have to go with Money for Nothing, I guess, just because that was the first one. And um, yeah, it's not it's not a great design. Very 80s. I mean, and again, the video, you remember the video, the computer animated of course. guys? It was yeah, that was so such a breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I wish I had a better one to give you there, but. You're never gonna get voted off the island for any 80s stuff. Not a, This is a okay, safe space okay. for that. <laughs> Yeah, you're, it's all good. And if you do get voted off the island, you have entry by singing I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany as Elmer. <laughs> That's true. Always. That'll get you back in. I can do that back, very be easily. Back behind always. the velvet always. rope. 
Always, <laughs> always. So, Kyle, let's talk about uh, video and arcade games, and even we're going to lop in pinball machines. Hmm. Which to you of those games uh, would reign supreme? What's your favorite arcade console pinball machine game? These are such hard questions because there are always several that I like. Um, yeah, right. Well, okay, you can give us your a top couple. How about that? It's so easy, though. Quickly, 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 I go immediately to the games that just, I had so much fun. I looked forward to playing them so much that I could not wait to play them again. Um, mm -hmm. And for me, do you remember Super Mario Brothers 3? It was, hmm. so there was Super Mario Brothers, and then there was Super Mario Brothers 2, which was actually an adaptation of another Japanese game that they just plugged mm -hmm. the Mario <laughs> cast onto. Yeah. <laughs> but then there was the Nintendo-designed Super Mario Brothers 3, which was just a masterpiece of a game. Still on mm -hmm. the original NES, and just so fun. So many different directions you could go and do different things. It was masterpiece. But the other one that I actually fell in love with and played so often at the actual physical arcade was Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. played that with high school friends. We would go there after school, waste money, and play that game and just, I mean, crush it. So, I'm sorry, did you say waste money? That was, how was that wasting money? <laughs> uh, I guess it's not because I have happy memories of it. But um, yeah. Kyle, did you try to do the jump, like the jump with the, you know, yeah. scissor kick thing? Like I was always, like I was always up. Ken. So I, I did oh. Ken, and so I did all the moves that Ryo and or Ryu and Ken did, and I knew mm -hmm. them. Yeah, I could still remember all the moves. I can do it right now if I had yeah, an arcade yeah, machine. Yeah. <laughs> um, throw the fireball, do the Haru Ken, whatever you call it, where he jumps up, Hado, all yeah. that stuff, and the upside down kick. Yeah, all, all that stuff. Um, nice. Uh, awesome. Oh, the upside down kick was Chun Li. I, I mean, the right side up kick, spinning around. But those two games, just boom, N Nintendo and Capcom, and um, and also I loved the design of Mega Man. I don't know if you remember that game, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It was a nicely yeah. designed game. Um, for quiet stuff, Mist and Return to Zork. Uh, yeah, I, I remember I, when I got my first Mac, I got Mist, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that was a breakthrough game at the time. Yep. It's huge. And if you've never yeah. played Return to Zork, go ahead and download like the free version you can get now or whatever it is. It's it's a brilliant 1994, I want to say. Yeah, it was like early mid-90s, yeah. Yep. It had like real voice actors and like, anyway. Mm -hmm. Those games were like the first stab at kind of like an immersive experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Speaking of games, hopping into the next question, and I will admit, I believe I know the answer to this. So we'll see if I'm... I'm right. I don't want to prejudice what you're about to say in any way or influence it. What's your favorite sport? Tennis. Easy peasy. That one. That That's all I do. I play tennis. I love tennis. I watch tennis. And that's the only sport I really care about. Um, I know it's very country club, but that's what I grew up playing. And I, I played on the team and all that business. So that's my sport. All right. Easy. That, yep. that was very easy for you. Yeah, yeah. Are you into like the derivatives, like ping pong and pickleball and all that, or are you a tennis purist? We have a we have a ping pong table in the house, and I play ping pong with the kids. And I dated a competitive ping pong player when I lived in France for a year when I was an exchange student over there in college. Um, and she was a, a she was the champion of northwestern France, um, and she's the one who really got me into like proper technique for for mm. table tennis and all that. Uh, so 
but that really messed up my ten- tennis tennis. So um, <laughs> yeah, playing both is kind of hard. She was, she was, uh, you were telling me she was Forrest Gump's stunt double, right? Didn't you tell me that was like a little known fact? <laughs> Yeah, they're built the same. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Maybe that's why the relationship didn't work out. How was, Kyle, how was your beer pong game until you had to give up alcohol? Yeah. Never once played beer pong. Not once. Never. Okay. I've only okay. watched others do it and never even tried it. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. I know. So I, we, I don't Todd, know why. That means we can't get Kyle involved in beer pong here at the bar. I think it's, it's just a because no with, yeah. so my relationship to drinking was always have a drink and really savor it because I'm so small. I'm I'm 125 pounds, five foot six, and I haven't changed uh-huh. my weight or my size you know since I was in in uh, tenth grade. So mm-hmm. um, I I don't I cannot hold liquor. So whatever I'm drinking, I'm always like I'm going to enjoy this. <laughs> No, it's e- it's easy. You just you just use your your thumbs when you're bringing yeah. you know when you go to the bar and you get two drinks for your friends Todd and Elliot. You just you have two hands and you just kind of you know kung fu grip it. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. To, it's easy to hold. You, it's, it might be difficult to hold your liquor, but it should be fairly easy you for you to hold that. our our liquor because yeah. it's only for a few seconds. This is why I love it because the dad jokes, the dad jokes are my, my jam. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, that, that so, hurts. Um, <laughs> we're all dads, So it's factually yeah. correct. Yeah. yeah. All right, Kyle, you're uh, a wonderful, inspirational, creative person. And I bet you've had some great Halloween costumes in your past. Can you tell us about one of your favorites? Hands down, so easy to answer. Um, I had a gr- I teach at the School of the Arts here in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and one of my graduate students in the wig and makeup department um, for his thesis made me into Voldemort. Oh wow! And it was amazing. Oh, I remember this. You, yeah, you, yeah. You put photos got, of this online, got, right? It got featured on BuzzFeed. Um, yeah. Wow. So, so he. It, it was about like. Uh, I mean, if you're going to add up all the hours, I can't even tell you how long it took because first he had to make a cast of my face, um, the full head cast, uh, and then he, you know, he did the prosthetic and silicone and everything, and then the, applying the silicone uh, first for the test, and then the final on the day of Halloween, um, where it was incredible. I mean, my my nose basically vanished because he made the forehead protrude enough to where it could do that little slits for the nostrils. Mm-hmm. Um, Got rid of my eyebrows with by covering it with the with the silicone. I got the the cloak. I got everything, and uh, then makeup on top of that. It was so cool, and I would love. I wish I could do that every year. Seriously, but you know, he did it that one time. He graduated, and since then, I haven't been able to find anybody who would be willing to or could even pull it <laughs> off because it was a really yeah. solid job. But the best part was scaring. I mean, scaring the bejesus out of kids that night because I would little kids would go and they'd be trick-or-treating and I just walk quietly up behind them so when they turn around after they got their uh, candy Uh I'd just be standing there and I looked like Voldemort it was (laughs) so cool oh my goodness yeah and you had did you have like the 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 hands that were kind of like long and like didn't like extension Uh, no I didn't actually have that that's that would have been a great detail I just had white uh, makeup all over my hands Mm, um, yeah. But no one looked at my hands because the face was so good. <laughs> yeah, they were um, too busy running away. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. But getting it off was horrible. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Now I have so much empathy for these actors that do the prosthetic stuff day in and day mm-hmm. out for a shoot and spend hours in the makeup chair. It's no fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's tough being a celebrity, Kyle. I think you would agree. <laughs> 
Yep, yep. Uh, Todd spends hours in the makeup chair before each of our episodes. That's why we earn in the hundreds <laughs> it, at this point. We just waste so much time. That's right. Does not get any better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you paint it on your brows, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, out. thank you. It, t- it takes a lot of practice, yeah. Um, <laughs> Orange is a strange choice for the color, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kyle, uh, you're at the fair. Um, what is what is the one thing not you're the not the Renaissance fair? Yeah, yeah, you're not in Florence. You're in you're you're more local than that. What is the one thing you're not going to miss at the fair? That's easy. I'll always go and try and find whoever's doing caricatures because I want to see if you oh, know they're any yeah. good at it. And yeah. um, I was a caricature artist at the fair for several years, mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. always wanting to seek those people out, talk to them, and and just you know, I appreciate the work they're doing because it's it's tough work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. What is a yeah. caricature artist at the fair like? Like, what was your what was your take at the end of the day? What would you get typically? Well, I, I made a lot. That was why I did it because I did it in college. And instead of doing a typical summer job, I went to the Raleigh State Fairgrounds and did the and yeah. did the uh, flea market Saturday um, and Sunday. Ah, and I do about okay. seven hours. And I would every weekend, you know, make about fifteen hundred bucks. Um, Holy smokes! It was wow, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 So wow. I really, that was a, a much better way to make money than any of the other typical jobs I would do, like blockbuster video and male um, prostitution. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that one paid okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great answer. I love those too. Um, all right, Kyle, last question for you. And this is a toughie. Who is your favorite lowbrow or kitsch artist? Um, I don't know if he's really lowbrow. Alex Gross, do you know him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a print of his yeah. that is just so funny, but I had to... I don't have it, actually. I mean, I gave it to a friend because it was offensive, and I didn't know how to put it up in the house and not have to explain it to my kids. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Alex Gross, his paintings, his whole thing. I just really, really like what he does. I like Mark Ryden. Um, yeah. Uh, some others. I guess Mark Todd. Um yeah, but I think, I don't mean, is Wayne White considered that? Oh, I was telling someone the other day about that documentary, the, the Beauty is Embarrassing documentary, right? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. He is incredible. I met him at a, at a illustration conference, and he was just oh, that's the nicest, most beautiful person. Yeah, yeah, for people who don't know, he was the art director for Pee Wee's Playhouse, among many yes. other things. Mm, made the puppets he's just a genius but but uh, yeah alex gross yeah video Mm. director for smashing pumpkins yeah he did all kinds oh i didn't know that yeah he did the tonight tonight video for smashing Pumpkins. oh that makes perfect sense yes yeah with animation Mm -hmm. right 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 right. yeah yeah Uh, that's great those are those are all wonderful ones too yeah i'm i'm with you on that you know um i i saw um you know gary panter who obviously oh. illustrated for Pee Wee's Playhouse. I, love um, I saw on his website, this has been a while, where uh, he would do a sketch for ever how many bucks, you know, 50, 10, whatever bucks, but you would send him three words and he would do a sketch based on that. And of course you had to, you just accepted whatever it was, which I thought was a brilliant <laughs> idea. And I was going to send him Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, <laughs> that is your three words. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. great. I love yeah. that. I love do that. Do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, still time. 
Well, Kyle, thank you so much for swinging by the bar. Thank you so much for picking up our tab and for giving us a ride home. <laughs> we really uh, appreciate your time today and your generosity as always, and uh, and just your talent. You keep a uh, keep a lot of folks like us inspired. That's very kind. Thanks. Uh, likewise, and of course, yeah, as I said before, I just love your podcast. Uh, you guys are doing something amazing, and I tell everybody about it who I can. I just hope they listen because it's fun and. The best thing about it is every time you guys do it, there's no filler. It's all killer, no filler. And I, that's the kind of podcast I want to hear. That's the way we like our podcasts and our hamburgers. That's right. <laughs> and our beers. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's get back to the bar. So, Jim, we got a problem with our podcast. Right. Nobody says it correctly. No. Some people say how to fix it. Or how do you fix it? But think of it like this. Whatever the problem, we're in this together. How do we fix it? How, how do, do we, we fix, fix it? it? Yeah. How do we fix it? The Solutions Show. From the political to the personal. Practical ideas for creative listeners. How do we fix it? How do we fix it? Ideas that work. That's your radio voice, Richard. Oh, well, I know. <laughs> I love it. I couldn't do it to save my life. Two Designers Walk Into a Bar is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcasts Network. For more information about our show or to discover more podcasts you'll enjoy, visit evergreenpodcasts.com.